0: This season of Well and Good with Art and Matilda is brought to you by Subaru. We love Subarus,
1: and we think they're the perfect car for Kiwis. Indeed they are, Art, because Kiwis are doers, right? And so are Subaru drivers. We're the kind of people who are always pushing to sneak that little bit more out of life. We stay out surfing for that one last wave, we sneak in a trip down to the river for a swim, and we stay at the beach eating our fish and chumps until the very last speck of light is gone. So if you want to do more, do it with Subaru. How to do de
0: <laughs> You fresh off the farm.
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't know where that came from, it just kinda of came out. No, it was
0: great. Oh okay. it.
1: cool. Well anyway, <laughs> this week we chatted to our friend Ben Warren. So Ben is probably one of New Zealand's leading nutritionists and holistic health experts. So he is the founder and clinical director of Be Pure, who have clinics here in Auckland. And he is just like a wealth of knowledge when it comes to the human body, right?
0: Uh, it just it blows my mind. There's, I don't think there's anything about the human body, body that he doesn't know. Yeah. yeah, No, he's, um, he's incredible to listen to. He's kind of mesmerizing.
1: His he- passion is infectious
0: yeah it really is um and he so ben's done a bunch of stuff um in the past some of the things he's done he's worked with olympic athletes to help their nutrition um, and lifestyle and um this episode is really cool because he talks a bit about gut health which is quite an important um t- topic i think you know a lot of people are wanting to learn more about gut health and how it can improve their health overall
1: Mm. So we dive into how foods have changed over the last 40 years and the power of whole foods and balanced hormones. So enjoy.
0: Howdy doody, let's get into it.
1: All right, good morning everyone. Today on this extremely rainy, thundery, lightningy day, we have Ben Warren in the living room. Good morning in hey, the living ben. room. Yeah. Here we are. And and in our very professional studio of our dining room table. Yeah. That's where <laughs> magic happens.
2: I'm I'm very well, thank you. Yeah,
1: excellent, in fact. So you flew into Auckland today from Hawke's Bay yeah. during the thunderstorm. Yeah, it was uh, it was okay, we made it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> just, you know, that's lucky like, we can ask for a win that's kinda like that.
1: So can you tell us a little bit about um, the Be Pure Clinic and sure. how it started and what you guys yeah. do?
2: Yeah, it's a it's a natural evolution. So I'm a clinical nutritionist for those people who don't know. And so I started in clinical practice fifteen years ago, just me on my Todd helping people. And then it kind of grew and then it grew and then we needed more people to help, you know, help me to help people and, and it grew. And so that, that really just evolved into the BPO clinic. And then last year we centralized the clinic into Auckland because most of our most of our customers were from Auckland. And and so yeah, these days I think our clinical teams may be ten, eleven Clinicians yeah. and yeah, we, we primarily help people. I mean, originally, I got known around type 2 diabetes because we did a pilot study with Tane Randall where we Reversed the parameters of type two diabetes in a in a group of Maori, and so that was sort of ten eleven years ago, and that sort of ran on sixty minutes, and and then so we got originally known for around blood sugar stabilization things like that, and then a lot more now around hormones and gut and autoimmunity. So sort of those those I guess the three areas where we work most are around blood sugar stabilization, um, and then gut and hormones, and so yeah, it's always really satisfying to. To help improve people's experience of life, uh, and so that's 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 what I'm into. I think
1: absolutely because I think now more people are cottoning onto the fact that the gut is so important to oh, yeah. every aspect of your health. Absolutely, right?
2: yeah, yeah. It, it impacts everything. It impacts you know not only your gut in regards to digestion. You know whether that's indigestion heartburn reflux and or bloating or gas production or constipation or diarrhea but it also then affects systemically your immune system it affects how you think and feel so it affects your mood Um, and and then you start really then it really controls our inflammation within our body to a large degree which which is really you know aches and pains and things like that so it it does work very much systemically controls you can, can affect our metabolism through the thyroid so there's the gut, you just think, oh, it's a gut issue, but invariably, it, it's really impacting, uh, you know, from a systems biology approach, you know, and many other systems within your body.
0: So, so for a lot of people that listening, that you know may have experienced some type of like skin um, mm-hmm. sort of issues or, or anything like this. So, like, there's so many things that could be attributed to gut issues. Sure, yeah. and I'm sure. I'm sure most people just think, okay, cool, I'm going to go to the doctor and get something prescribed for me, some sort yeah. of cream or something. So, what you guys do is you, you are more in like treating the
2: cause. Yeah, we try and find, yeah, we try and uh, try and find, you know, what's going on behind that and, and then and correct and, and you know, really we just try and have the body work as well as the body's sort of evolved or designed to work. So, uh, and so you're just trying to understand what's going on with the immune system. And so, you know, like with foods and gut issues and skin, you know, often people are eating. Foods that their body thinks is an invader, so these proteins. So, our body's immune system doesn't differentiate between uh, proteins that are an invader, like a bacteria or a virus, and proteins that are food. Mm-hmm. And so, if we're eating a, a food our own body thinks is a, uh, a virus, or bacteria, even though it's not, it's just a protein found in food, then it can cause problems. And so obviously the biggest food that we see is gluten. You know, a lot of people are aware of gluten now. It's a a protein obviously found in wheat, barley, and rye. And the bread we're eating now is just nothing like the bread our grandmother was eating. And so that, that, you know, so a lot of people's immune systems are uh, are having uh, an inflammatory response to that. And then that expresses in different ways with different problems.
1: So why is that? Different, like what's happened yeah. to the bread now compared well, to the bread forty years ago? Or exactly.
2: Whatever. So generally, the hybridization of there's a lot of uh, different theories as to as to why, but probably the leading theories around the hybridization of grains that has has meant that they uh, the glu- gluten content actually has more gluten content in modern hybrid grains, and then they they concentrated uh, in in making plants that were less susceptible to pests. They concentrated uh, a molecule within the plant called lectins, and lectins are a molecule that plants make to stop insects from eating them. But they, the lectin levels are up to a hundred times higher now in modern varieties of, of wheat, and, and so essentially, you know, we're not big insects, but we're kind of like a big insect, and so like our bodies now cannot, you know, struggle struggling to tolerate uh, that degree of lectins. And you know, again, the amount that we're eating, you couple that together with the amount of sugar we're having, and that, that and the change on the on the biome, which is the the, the ecosystem of bacteria that live within our gut, all these things together sort of – Perfect storm. Yeah, you got
0: it. Yeah. yeah. The perfect storm.
1: I know. That's really interesting because we um, we read a st- – no, it was on a podcast a while ago saying that um, the average packet of pasta or grain or something has been sprayed on average 30 mm. times by, yeah. by the time it gets to the supermarket – that just blew me away, yeah. right? So we're eating like just this one meal. Yeah, it's been sprayed thirty times with chemicals. It's mental. yeah.
2: And that's another, another actually one that another one of the theories is is, is the sprays actually in the, in in the food we're eating is driving leaky guards, Listening to a, a professor out of MIT, uh, a little. A little while ago, and she was basically saying that it that the glyphosate, which is you know found in Roundup, it, it replaces glycine in the gut wall and co- kind of causes gut problems. So, they're, they're definitely linking it to sprays. Um, a study just came out in JAMA, uh, Journal of American Medical Association, looking at organic food and cancer outcomes. And it had a, like a this was 2018 published, and it had a 25% decreased risk of. Uh, of cancers from eating organic food again they're attributing that to the to the, to the to the spray residue. Wow. So, you know, as you know I'm a huge fan of people trying to minimize sprays um, and eat kind of real natural whole foods. And so um yeah, the research is beginning to catch
1: up with all of this
2: now, which is obviously exciting but also scary.
1: Yeah. Well, that's really interesting.
0: So, for someone who um is kind of listening to this and thinking, wow, I want to maybe improve my health, uh, pretty easily. Mm-hmm. Would you say just removing gluten would be one of the simplest yeah, things? Yeah, to do? for me, uh, you know, it, it's one of those things that you sort of like,
2: if you've got anything at all wrong with you, I'd recommend going gluten-free. Now, if you've got nothing at all wrong with you, I don't mind you having a little bit of gluten sometimes. You know, the research does show it's inflammatory for everybody, but, you know, like, hey, a little bit of inflammation, you know, you may trip over and a croissant lands in your mouth. Yeah. Um, it happens. Ha- it happens <laughs> to <at> the best <laughs> of us. Exactly, it happens to the best <laughs> of us. So, uh, so you know, just controlling that inflammation, but, uh, you know, it's not necessarily uh, easy to go gluten-free either. You've got to find what motivates you to do it and um – yeah. Uh, so like my dad, for example, he's, he's a very keen golfer and, and I'd been telling him to go gluten free for about 10 years. He had a health issue that, that was a serious health issue and he was still struggling to go gluten free. And, and then I, I went and did a TED talk at um, Tororonga and Dr. Rodney Ford was talking before me. So he's he's really the father, the founding father of gluten and that. he's an uh, immunologist and the problems that it causes. And so we were driving back, my dad Mum and dad came up to Torong and to listened to me talk. And we were driving back to the Hawke's Bay. And so he was in the car and he's like, So, Ben, do you think I should be gluten-free? And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I've been telling you, but obviously third party endorsement. I heard it from a I heard it from a doctor. And I'm like, Yes, mate, I think you should be gluten. And so he, and then he's like, Well, tell me what's it going to, what's it going to do for me? You know, says so you know, sell it to me, son pitch. <laughs> <Yeah>. and, uh, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, okay, well he loves golf. So I'm like, okay, well I think, you know, you're getting a bit of inflammation from the gluten. So if you, if you cut it out, I think, you know, you're going to turn a little bit more with your golf swing and your back's not going to ate as Ate quite as much after golf, so I think it will give you an extra five yards on your drives. And he just turned and looked at me and said, "That's it, I'm gluten free." <laughs> and and so, sort of like, it's been like three or four years now, and he's gluten free. And wow. so, you know, the, the key to going gluten free is, is really getting the motivation as to what you want out of it, and then and then obviously get some good resourcing. Obviously, we provide that at Be Pure around how to actually do it. You know, like, so what, what are you going to eat instead? Yeah. Because it's all you know. A lot of people go into it with the best intentions. I'm going to go gluten free, and then look around, and go, "Oh, you know what? Well, there's nothing to eat," and and Struggle, and so you know you got to set yourself up for success.
1: Yeah, definitely, because it's also I think people need. Um, usually, they kind of need to have something wrong with them to, mm. to spark them to do it, right? Because yeah. otherwise, well, it's it's kind of hard to understand what's going on. If you feel fine, yeah, then you're like, well, I like gluten and I feel fine, so yeah. what's the point? But then as soon as you understand what's kind of going on then I think that's the key that you're like, okay, well, maybe I should cut down a little bit. And for all of
2: us, this. health is health is a journey it's, mm. and it's shifting and it's moving and it's just about taking it to the next level and, and it's not necessarily that there's a destination to get. It's just about, you know, improving your experience of life. So for me, it always comes back to that and we know that if you can uh, – yeah, generally, if you improve your diet, it's going to improve your experience of life. So literally, just life seems a little better and you get to get to enjoy things a little more.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's also, it comes down to being about a lifestyle. Mm. And so looking at your diet as as in you're not going on a diet, but you're just changing absolutely. the way that you're eating to fit in with this new lifestyle. And you want
1: to feel better and better and better. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, that's one of the things that I love about um, Be Pure because Art and I have been going to Be Pure for a few years now. Yeah, And it's like... I mean, nothing against GPs, but it's hard for them because they've got a 15-minute window, right? So, yeah. like, if you come come in with a gut problem and you say, hey, I've got diarrhea, I've got constipation, there's so much that could be going on, and it's like they've got 15 minutes to kind of make it go away or kind of give you something to help that. But with you guys, it's much more um, comprehensive and... You guys really go the extra mile, and, and in terms of finding out well, exactly what pl- is going we on.
2: Be, I like to think we try to, but I mean, we're you know, a bit, uh, no, so, but no, totally, good to hear. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah it's and, excellent.
1: and like, we found huge improvements. Well, I, I have definitely, like, I didn't know I had a parasite. There was yeah. a parasite down there.
0: We yeah. did all the tests. We did the poo tests. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. We did the that's wee, wee tests. Yeah. We did all the tests. <laughs> all the tests. This is good.
2: Yeah. And well, it's it is you know, I think the more you can understand what's going. Going on with your body, the better, and you know, I liken it to. Um I hired a rental car just the other day and it's like a, it was a brand new car. And this thing had sensors like telling me everything that was going on around <laughs> the car, you know, had tell me, tell me if a car was overtaking so much me. Beeping. Yeah. Yeah. And when I was backing, it was like telling me I needed to go left and right. Cause you know, it was incredible. And then it made me realize, that, you know, with our bodies, we don't have that. We don't actually know really what's going on yet. And so, you know, as, as technology comes forward and we, and testing, and that's why I've always been such a huge fan of testing. Like you did the stool test and the hormone test and stuff like that is because you can understand what's going on in your body. Then, then it, it empowers you to to make better and different decisions.
1: Yeah, and it helps you become more in tune with it I think as well. Like as soon as you mm. become aware of everything that's that's going on and as soon as you start looking at at your body as kind of one thing rather than different sort of moving parts. Yes. Um then you become a lot more in tune with your own body and you can make decisions to like how you feel. Whereas I think previously like if you're not in into that way of thinking, um, it can be a little bit harder because you're like, okay, yeah. well, I've got this issue, so that part of my body isn't working, so I'm going to fix that part of my mm-hmm. body. Whereas it's, it's a lot more kind of holistic, I guess, holistic, than that, a, you yeah. think? Yeah,
2: yeah. And, and, I mean, and, and some people want the, the quick fix, which is great, mm-hmm. and, and, and that's fine too. Uh, it's just about what you want. Yeah, yes, it's about what you want, and so I guess for us, you know, we, we try and yeah, we try and help those help the, help those people that really want to go to the next level with their health. I suppose.
1: Yeah, and so for people listening, um, and they think, okay, I want to get healthy mm-hmm. today. Mm-hmm. What are some kind of just quick things that they can change today that will make a bit of a difference?
0: Okay, uh, all right, let's let's go. Like three, three yep. things. Let's go three. If you think of more, you can bump it up to five. Up to five, and then seven, or ten, yeah, twelve.
2: Uh, so let's start with um, drinking water.
0: Mm-hmm. As, as we are all thing. doing right we now, sit
2: here with our glass yeah, yeah. of water. Tick, big tick for us mm-hmm. there. Well done. But uh, yeah, drinking water is an absolute key. Uh, I, I followed Dr. Batman highly. He's one of the top guys in the world on on water. So we really need to be drinking, well, I'll just give you the simple formula. If you're 60 kilos, two liters of water a day, 75 kilos, two and a half liters of water a day, 90 kilos, three liters of water a day. We're, we're, we're basically electrochemical bags of water and so so we've got to be drinking water and so that would be one thing, you know, like energy productions, water dependent, detoxifications or water dependent um, you've got to be drinking water so yeah, drinking water is going to be number one so wait, just just on that, mm-hmm. what
0: about the quality of water and like okay. the chemicals that are going in our yeah. water and all yeah. that sort of stuff yeah, where we'll you sit on that?
2: Yep, so absolutely then there's there's layers or levels or a ladder of water so you know if you're not drinking any water, just drinking some water is going to, you're probably going to see improvement and then you're going to start wanting to look at the type of water you're drinking. So then step look up to start at least knocking out the chlorine. So chlorine's pretty easy to knock out. You just need a carbon filter, about $70 jug filter will do it. And then f- stepping up from there, you probably want to start then looking to then have high degrees of filtration, knock out the fluoride. Um, fluoride's great for your teeth, but it's not necessarily great. It's a halide that trumps iodine in the body. So it's not necessarily great to be ingesting huge amounts, good for your teeth, but uh, n- not necessarily for other organs in your body. Um, and so then um, yeah. And then you can start moving into alkaline water, ionized water, and so some higher levels. So I've kind of like got a, yeah, I've got a, a, a number of filtration systems at home. We've got a whole I was going to ask what yeah, you have at yeah, home. Yeah. So we've got like a lot. So we've got a, like a, a full house filtration system. And then from there, we've got an underbench system as well. And then we've got an ionizer as well, which, which basically adds ions. Uh, so it makes the pH higher. So basically it helps your body absorb the water um, better. Okay. So, yeah, so it just depends on what level you want to go to with your water, yeah. but start with more water.
0: Yeah. Start okay. with more water. For most That's people, cool. like that. And then like, once you've got that sort once of you've got you got that can sort become of, a water nerd. Then you yeah. can yeah, yeah, you yeah. right. So you
2: can become the water nerd. <laughs> yeah. I like it. Uh, and so, then and another, um, another something that people can do right now to improve the health of people listening uh, would be it's not a nutrition thing, but to breathe diaphragmatically, to breathe into your tummy. It's like so, for most of us, because of our lifestyles, uh, we th- our brain thinks we're running a marathon every day, and so our breathing pattern changes to be this inverted chest breathing pattern, which is then associated with um, sort of stress and, and the sympathetic nervous system. And so, we, we've got to bring our systems down because uh, for a lot of us, our bodies can't continue to operate at that level and, and and then we you know can run into burnout and fatigue and, and, and the things associated like that. And so yeah, so then let's do that. Another thing that you could do right now would be to chew your food. Mm. Uh, okay so uh, chewing I need to learn this chewings it's not easy at all. <laughs> so, and so it's not easy so chewings out of, out of all the things I recommend chewing's probably one of the hardest things to do but yeah just just without you know just chewing your food it, it, your sense of satiety is very much tied to how much you chew your pancreatic enzyme release we've got to get these cues coming in so that we're able to break down that food as much as possible so like without even changing your diet there's three things you can do to be healthier so yeah. uh, and then and then we can just go. Deeper from there (laughs) I really like
1: that Because I I I think a lot of people Mindlessly eat right Like you Mm. You just kind of like "Mm, That tastes good But you're doing something else You're watching TV So so you're just kind of Throwing the food Into you But not really Thinking about what you're eating You're not chewing your food And like I wonder Does that have Like a different kind of Effect Than I mean yeah, like if you were just kind of chucking the food in your mouth, does that do do something differently with your gut enzymes, well, or I, I does it would, not break down as well? I don't
2: know if that's ever been studied, but I would I would ex- expect so because, um, you know. It's v- very automatic. So it's controlled by autonomic nervous system. So when we eat food, we don't then think, oh, but parietal cells make more hydrochloric acid, pancreatic enzymes get released by... Organ-. We don't think any of that. That happens mm. all automatically. And it happens from the cues, the visual cues, the sensory cues, smell from the food that tells us that food's coming. So I think the more we can engage our nervous system into our food, uh, the better chance we're going to be have of breaking it down. And, yeah. and so for me, it just kind of makes sense from that level.
1: Yeah. yeah. So I really like that fact um, that I heard one of your when you were talking about how um, when we eat a packet of chips we can't just stop at one mm. we have to just nail the whole thing and yeah. is that because your body is searching for the protein or like searching for yeah well the the, extra the, bit the, of nutrition
2: yeah, absolutely when I, I believe so is that that we are hardwired to hunt and destroy certain nutrients for survival sugar is one of them fats another one salts another one and so obviously the fast food companies have figured this out and you know and so yeah. that's why they got sugar fat and salt because it's
1: a great combo yeah it is <laughs> It, it really
2: is, you know, like evolutionarily, that's like really important, you know, really important um, sort of nutrients for us to be getting. Uh, and But often they're found with other nutrients. So sugar is usually found. So like in nature, sugar is found with nutrients, with vitamins, with minerals. Um, salt invariably is, and, and, and minerals are often found with protein. And so like, so, you know, it, often, if we're craving salt, for me, I'm th- then start thinking, well, you probably need some protein, and so we, you know, so we're craving salt, so we get a bag of chippies, which really doesn't have a lot of protein in it, and so yeah, you know, we end up eating the whole chippies because our body's looking for the protein. Whereas if we were like, you know what, I fancy, I really fancy something savory, and salty, you know, is 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 you know, get yourself a nice steak, throw it on the barbecue, put some good salt on it, and eat that. And chances are you're going to feel full and satisfied, and good after doing that.
1: Here's a quick message from our sponsor, Sabaro. Well, it's no secret that both you and I bloody love Subaru. We both drive them.
0: Yep, that's no secret.
1: Well, I drive a Subaru Forester and that one Car of the Year last year in 2018. It's a medium SUV and you may ask, what does a medium SUV mean? Well, it means you get all the good stuff of an SUV of like feeling, you know, quite cool and high up in your big car, but it's a lot easier to to drive around the city and it's a lot easier to park, which is a big one for me. I mean, I kind of need all the help I can get in that department.
0: Mm, Yes, I'd agree with that. Well, okay, I can understand why that one car of the year.
1: Mm. And it's super safe, it's comfortable and it's full of tech. Some of that tech exclusive to Subaru.
0: Wow, like what?
1: Well, like the driver recognition system. So, for example, if you get in my car and drive it, which sometimes happens, and you change all the settings, you're putting the chair back, you're turning the mirrors, and then if I get back in the car, it's going to scan me, know who I am, and put all my settings back in place automatically.
0: That is quite cool tech. I
1: know, it's super epic. And what do you drive? Outback. Thoughts?
0: Outback. Love it. It's the people's car, the car of New Zealand. Why is that? Well, it does everything. You can you drive around the city, it's all-wheel drive, you can shoot up the mountain, it's got built-in roof racks, chucks and boards on the roof, head down for a surf, big enough space in the back, you can go on road trips. You can, I've slept in the back, it's
1: that big. Yeah, that is actually impressive because you're quite tall, aren't you? Mm, correct. So go on,
0: go check out one for yourself. Visit Subaru.co.nz to check out the Subaru range and find an SUV to suit your lifestyle. And unlike Auckland's house prices, they're totally affordable.